Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Daddy Blogger TV. We're here live on location in beautiful Arenal, Costa Rica. Actually, staying at Container Hall, and they're actually sponsoring our stay here. Uh, so, if you look uh, on my uh, left here, this is actually a, a big shipping container that's been converted into uh, uh, private rooms and rooms. So, uh, they're sponsoring us over here. So, I want to give them a quick shout out. And we're traveling around here in Central America currently. And as we're traveling, we love interviewing fellow uh, moms and dads, and especially other uh, moms and dads who are passionate about travel and education and schooling, and who, which mom and dad isn't. But uh, uh, we, we have on our show a guest today, Melissa, and we're going to be interviewing Melissa all about homeschooling, uh, because this is something my wife and me are discussing. We have uh, three kids. Uh, our daughter is five, our son is four, and our little guy is two. Uh, so five, four, and a two-year-old, and we're obviously making these big decisions about how to school them, either unschooling, world schooling, homeschooling, self-directed learning, or something else. So uh, what I've been trying to do is uh, a few people about the subject just to get the insights and to share it with other people who might want to also homeschool or world school their kids. So I'm, uh, I'm super excited to get Melissa. She's the first one who actually agreed uh, to come on and to share her insights. Uh, Melissa is joining us just from outside of Winnipeg. Uh, why don't we get to know you first, Melissa, if you're going to do a quick introduction and share a little bit more about yourself and your family. Sure. Uh, oh, share about myself? Yes, just share a little bit about yourself and your family. Okay. Um, we have, uh, me and my husband, Grant, have four kids, um, ages uh, 12, 10, 8, and 5. And uh, we've been homeschooling ever since my oldest was five, so kindergarten, about eight years old. I mean, eight years now. And um, yeah, we haven't really looked back. And we also run a little hobby farm, and my husband works for Manitoba Hydro. That's my Awesome. Background. So, Melissa, I want to ask with a big question why? Uh, so, there's obviously a lot of uh, educational options for parents from traditional schooling, uh, public school schooling, private schooling. Tell us about why you guys made the decision uh, as parents to homeschool as opposed to public or private schooling. Well, actually, I went to private school uh, right from kindergarten to grade 12. Um, um, and I was planning on sending our kids to that school. Um, but then the year before they were supposed to go, it, it closed down, actually. So our options were kind of homeschooling or public schooling. and. Um, I think it was more, not that I don't think public school can educate my children well, because I have some friends that are teachers and I would trust them with my kids' education. I think it was more what the kids would be learning in the hallways and just um, in, in interacting with uh, children grown, being brought up in different ways, I guess. Uh, so we decided that our priorities were to teach our kids um, our, our beliefs were Christians, so we wanted them to have that biblical background. And um, so we decided that that was our priority. And we, oh, sorry, I'm getting a, we uh, decided to homeschool them. And it's been fun. I love it. Awesome. Uh, we're, we're definitely kindred spirits there, Melissa, because my wife and me, we actually met at a church. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, that's part of our love as well, uh, Christian faith. Uh, and, you know, of course, uh, a lot of people homeschool, maybe they have that persuasion, the Christian persuasion, but nowadays more and more parents of all either religious or non-religious persuasions also uh, pick homeschooling as the option of choice. 
so when it comes to homeschooling, yeah. uh, we, we're obviously talking from a Canadian perspective. I'm from Vancouver. Uh, you're from out near Winnipeg. Um, tell us about how it works uh, in Canada in terms of homeschooling. Uh, do you need to register with the government uh, in terms of the federal government, provincial government, municipal, through uh, the legality of homeschooling in Canada? It's actually different for every province. Um, I'm not as familiar with some of the other provinces, but in Manitoba, um, we don't have very many guidelines we have to follow. We do have to let them know uh, at the beginning of every school year uh, how many kids are we homeschooling, what grade they're going into, and that's pretty much it. And then uh, halfway through the year, we just have to fill out a little form uh, saying what they're learning and what curriculum we're using. And then at the end of the year, fill it out again. Uh, what they've learned that year and the curriculum we used and that's pretty much it for manitoba okay yeah okay so basically it's a province by province in canada and i'm sure in the u.s they have a similar kind of australia um, you know i guess uh, rules if you want to call it that and i guess in europe or other parts of the world that have different rules so it's very uh, specific based on province or state or country or continent uh, yes. so when it comes to curriculum when it comes to the curriculum itself, um, does uh, the government uh, provide any resources there or, or are, you, are you free? Uh, tell us about the curriculum. Uh, what are the options? Uh, in Manitoba, we do not get any um, um, grants or anything for curriculum. We all we pay, pay for it all ourselves. I know in other provinces they do get, um, I think the government helps pay for the curriculum. Uh, Manitoba, we don't. Um, what is available is one of the upsides of that, though, is that we can use pretty much any curriculum we want in Manitoba, whereas the people that get um, money from the government, they do have a list of curriculum, I believe, that they have to stick to, um, as far as I know. Uh, but in Manitoba, yeah, we just I've just done research online, looked up what's out there, and I just picked what I feel is best for our family and my kids. So, so I'm curious about that process, uh, you know, in terms of... Uh, there's obviously a lot of information on the internet. Uh, so how do you actually um, research? How do you uh, kind of narrow it down? And how do you ultimately pick one? Because uh, obviously that's the hardest thing is picking the right curriculum. Uh, what is the process? Uh, how, did you, how did you personally do it? Me personally, um, well, it's many hours of research. Um, I spent a lot of time on the internet. I look at different sites. Um, or I get a catalogs from um, curriculum suppliers in Manitoba. So I look through their catalogs, kind of see what I think I'd be interested in. And then I look that curriculum up on the internet. And then the internet will tell you different uh, places to buy this curriculum, uh, what the prices are. And, and there's even um, websites that will let you look inside the book a little bit so you can see what it looks like inside. Um, there's also a conference every year in Winnipeg that I go to and they have a huge curriculum fair there with all different kinds of vendors so you can go and browse and look through it and buy stuff and do research there too. So that's kind of what I did. And I also did a lot of uh, just trying things out. So I would try curriculum and if it didn't seem to fit with our, our family or my kids then I would try a different one and so just a lot of uh, yeah, switching back and forth and trying different things. Uh, what would you say, uh, based on your experience, make curriculum? Um, you've had some experience, obviously, picking and choosing and maybe switching from one to the other. What would you say uh, are the elements, the ingredients, uh, the qualities of a good curriculum? Uh, for me personally, um, I was looking more for curriculums uh, that 
weren't too expensive because there can be some really expensive ones out there uh, uh, that would still teach my kids what I thought was important for them to learn um, that wasn't too time consuming. Some of them would take like couple an hour, whereas another one that would be teaching the same concepts would take maybe half an hour. So it's kind of trying to save time, um, not be too expensive and uh, be something my kids also enjoyed. Awesome. So uh, uh, I'd love to hear also about your experience. Uh, this is very, uh, you know, practical because you've done it and obviously uh, seen both the good and the bad. Uh, so from your experience, what has been good things about this choice uh, in terms of the homeschooling? But also I'd love to hear about the other flip side. What have been some of the challenges, the difficulties, uh, maybe the not so good things about homeschooling? Um, some of the good things is uh, I get to see my children learn which is super fun and exciting and neat. I get to hear them reading for the first time and they'll, the excitement that they get out of that and they'll be like, mom, I can read this word. And it just neat seeing them learning. I love that. And uh, I always liked school when I was in school and I was actually really sad to graduate. So for me personally, I just really enjoy being in the books and learning and I've been learning all over again. Um, it's, it's fine. I actually know where things are in the world now because I've been taking it with my kid. And uh, no, I'm, it's, it's fun to learn um, along with the kids. Uh, also, just that I think it builds relationships because you're with them so much. It's hard not to build relationships with them. Um, I get to spend so much time with my kids, which is maybe also one of the harder aspects of homeschooling on the flip side is that you are with them 24 7 <laughs> pretty much so uh that can be a little challenging um and uh just i guess it does take up a lot of time it's a full-time job so you are at it for many hours a day so that is hard and difficult and you do have to make quite a bit of sacrifices for that being home and um even just all the time it takes yeah, thanks for being so real about uh, both the struggles as well and uh, the good things, uh, the challenges. Uh, so what about supplementation? Are you thinking the homeschooling with any kind of other uh, extracurricular activities in schooling like Kumon or uh, maybe some uh, tutor or uh, some, um, something outside of just the homeschooling element? Um, you're breaking up a bit there, but I think uh, you're asking me if there's things outside the home that we that we uh, get them involved with? Okay. Um, yeah, we have a pretty small town, so the options aren't quite as much as if, let's say, we live closer to a bigger city or something. Uh, but we do, there's actually quite a few homeschoolers in our town, so we do get together with them a lot, and we had, like, gym days with them, so we'd have gym days together with them. Um, we do piano lessons. Uh, there are people that are willing to tutor them in like the high school years. My kids are all in lower levels still, so it's been fine. Um, but yeah, you, you get them involved with things in town. And I'm pretty sure if I went and talked to the public school here that they'd, they'd probably let me get them involved um, in sports and stuff if, if I uh, asked, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I... I haven't uh, done it obviously as much as you have. I've just been doing uh, a little, uh, just uh, uh, while we're traveling, obviously getting them uh, watching YouTube videos and uh, mm -hmm. teaching them reading and writing and the basic stuff like that. One of the challenges we've had is socialization. 
um, because uh, when they're with us all the time, uh, they don't get that interaction with the kids as much. So uh, what have you done uh, to, to socialize uh, uh, the kids so they get that uh, much needed community aspect of schooling too? Uh, we do try and do as much as we can within the community. Um, anytime there's like a group event going on, we try and be there. Um, we, like I said, there's lots of homeschoolers in the area, so we do get together with them quite a bit. And I have a really big family. They have so many cousins. They always have people over going places. And yeah, it's, it's, they're pretty busy. <laughs> but yeah, we just try and get as involved in the town as we can. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. And uh, I'd love to hear about the future. So uh, right now, they're obviously young, uh, but uh, are you going to be uh, homeschooling? Have you, have you guys decided? Uh, all the way up to high school and uh, into university and how uh, what are, what are kind of the choices there in terms of homeschooling uh, from now into the future and beyond my plan is to homeschool right till graduation for all of them so i have uh, i think 14 years left of homeschooling um but yeah that's the plan and uh, i'm going to do the best i can to uh work in their high school years towards whatever they're interested in so that when it comes time for them to go to university, they'll be ready and I'll know what they have to take to, to get into the courses they want to get in. It also helps, like I said, other homeschooling families around here have kids that have already graduated or um, are in the process right now. So um, it's really nice to have the homeschooling community to um, lean on and ask questions and learn from. And uh, so I'm planning on using that resource quite a bit. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I think definitely asking people who are ahead of you, like in my case, obviously, yeah. I have much younger kids, mm -hmm. and I'm asking you, but then you kind of in the middle kids, you're asking uh, who have older kids, and you know, it's it's kind of this paid, paid back or paid forward model, where uh, whoever's mm -hmm. ahead of you, ask them to pick their brains. Um, so, uh, yeah. what, what advice or tips would you give to uh, who are thinking? Um, you know, I think a lot of parents have this big decision to make about what kind of school they're going to put their kids into. Um, any advice you would give to uh, that parent, that dad who's watching now and is kind of confused about what should I do? do uh, none of us want to screw up our kids' education, right? We want to make sure they have the best education possible. So any tips or advice for us moms and dads? Uh, I think just be confident in your abilities to teach your kids because no one knows your kids better than you do. Um, I find every kid is... <laughs> cutie <laughs> hi i find every kid is different um and uh you know your kids the best so i think you'll know in what way they're going to learn the best and just to trust your your judgment in that and i would say go for it it is it's a big decision uh it's a lot of responsibility it takes a lot of time um, but I think it's totally worth it in the end for the relationship builds with your kids and uh just they they uh the whole aspect of it is, I don't know, I love it. And I would i would recommend it to people, I would. Awesome, I'm glad you brought up that whole, like, uh, you know, focus on the individuality, the unique personalities, and focus on the strengths. And you know, when you see them kind of being gifted to something, like it's not matter who you spare, she's really gifted at uh, singing. So she's been singing here in uh, Costa Rica and Nicaragua. Uh, she's been singing Bruno Mars. What, what song are you singing? Just the way you are, right? Yeah, just you are, uh, and uh, we're just kind of fine-tuning that. She's good at singing, so how can we, uh, how can we kind of uh, nurture that and forward that, and encourage that skill or the strength she has. 
And uh, you mentioned earlier also, Melissa, obviously come from the same faith uh, background as me, Christian. Uh, so how do you incorporate faith in your teaching vision? Well, um, there's actually quite a few uh, Bible curriculums out there um, that I usually get for my kids, or I'll get Bible-based, uh, Christian-based cur curriculum, so that uh, even as they're learning grammar or math, they'll still be also learning uh, biblical principles um, throughout it. Also, I believe that just reading the Bible with them, doing devotions with them in the morning and stuff is huge um, towards them just learning about the Bible and learning about our faith and uh, just being an example to them myself, uh, which I don't always do well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, there's definitely Christian-based curriculum out there, which is another reason why I love homeschooling because I can pick that. Uh, whereas if they were in public school, they would just be learning whatever the curriculum is that they have. And then I'd have to be at home trying to explain what we believe too on top of that. So, Well, with the wealth of info and expertise uh, through all of your experience in this subject, what websites are there? Uh, what websites are there to get resources? Um, what, what websites, Kate? Um, uh, I use uh, christianbook.com, which is not just curriculum, but they do have a lot of curriculum on there. I also use um, something called Milestone. I think it's milestone.com. I pretty much just use the browser and I'll type in curriculum I'm interested in and uh, go to whatever, wherever it leads me. <laughs> I, I kind of go everywhere. But um, one of my favorites is christianbook.com because you can, um, they're one of the ones where you can see inside of the books as well. They give you a look inside. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time and your insight. It's, it's great to chat with you. I, I definitely learned a lot for myself and sure listeners and viewers uh, have uh, gained some insights from a firsthand experience. So thank you, Melissa, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. And, uh, you know, if you have any questions, leave them below. And uh, if I can't answer them, I'll get uh, Melissa to uh, answer the questions you may have. So thanks, everyone. And make sure you uh, check out our blog as well as we travel here through South America and now Central America. And uh, we're going to figure out our own. Uh, uh, so you can find all that at daddyblogger.com. Thanks, everyone, and happy travels.